Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Voice by Matt show, Mr. Jason Portnoy. Woo! Yeah, dude. <laughs> I have to make up for the lack of audience around here. No, so. no, I love yeah. it. it. They're yeah. clapping. I know they're yeah, clapping yeah. for clapping you. At home. Clapping at so, home. So, Jason, welcome to the show. Good to it, be here. Long time coming. I remember when you were talking about launching it. So, you know, yep. just seeing this come to fruition, now being a guest, it's an yep. honor, man. Here we are. So Jason is an outstanding entrepreneur. I'm going to let him talk about some of the most amazing things that he has done um, because uh, he has interviewed some pretty cool people on his podcast. And I'll let him talk a little bit about that. But first, give him a little background, Jason. We're going to jump right in about how you became an entrepreneur. Stumbled into it is, is, the, is the short answer. Uh, longer answer is uh, thought I wanted to go to law school, applied to law school twice, um, got in twice, declined twice, made my parents cry when I declined each time. Uh, I was never a school person. So the fact that I got into law school, um, I, got, I got my acceptance letter. And I remember this. I applied without telling anyone. I don't even think you know the story, Matt. I applied without telling anyone the first time around. Um, and I applied to a local law school. And when I got my acceptance letter, it came in the mail and I read it. I read it. I ran to my room. I read it. And I went downstairs and I said, let's go out for dinner tonight. And my mom and I, I was living with my parents and my parents were, my mom was like, no, we're not going out for dinner tonight. I'm busy cooking. I'm like, I bet you if I got into like law school, we'd go celebrate. She goes, oh yeah. <laughs> she goes, she goes, you better believe it. We'd be going to like the fanciest restaurant. Blah, blah, blah. So I said, great. And I opened up the acceptance letter and she's like, what? And we went out for dinner that night. And, and then I told her I didn't want to go. Uh, oh, later on. Jason. So, yeah, so kind of a letdown. Like I would have done things a little bit differently. Time out. Uh, you did that at dinner? No, 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 no. Oh, I was no, going to say. No. No, I, was, I, was, I was ready to go at dinner time. Uh, but the first time around was early admission. And I liked, I liked being with my friends in, in, in college. And I enjoyed it. So I didn't want to leave. Um, and then didn't go. And then I applied again. I've made a promise that I'd apply when I graduated, applied again. And then just like, you know, everything happens for a reason. You know, yeah, I'm not a school person. Um, so I went to go work a job, my first job, business development for a recruitment firm. While I was there, um, realized I absolutely have trouble with authority. I don't oh, like being told what to do. Me too. Uh, that's, that's like my school experience pretty much. Uh, and the reason why I didn't want to do four more years of school um, and had a dream that I started a clothing company and the next day quit, which is a great Whoa. story. Yeah. Which is a great story to tell, but really bad advice for entrepreneurs listening is don't just go have a dream and then go quit your job the next day. Like not really the smartest thing, but I didn't know better. Um, I was a young punk kid entitled. <laughs> How old were you? Probably like. 23 22 23 I mean, oh yeah a young punk kid entitled uh you know felt like felt like you know just the world's gonna come to me the right mindset the wrong way uh is the is you know like everyone should kind of have a certain abundance the world's gonna work out for you quantum type thinking uh i just had it early and and used it and use it to like the arrogant side. So you, anyways, you burned the boats. You really burned the boats. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then failed miserably and had to go get another job. So um, <laughs> I went I went back and got another job. And then I had mono for three months there. 
uh, was off work for three months. And in there, I was like, did I fail or did I just half-ass this? And I decided to give it another go, um, opened up a Shopify store and started my clothing brand again, uh, this time a little bit leaner, a little bit cheaper, a little bit with some more strategy. Sold in over 250 stores across North America, mentored by Damon John from Shark right. Tank, uh, kind of kind of grew it. Uh, absolutely came to a point where I just didn't, fell out of love, wasn't, wasn't happy with it. Why, and, why, why weren't you happy with it? Uh, I saw where retail was going and online wasn't when, what when it is right this? now. This was probably around 2014-ish. Like I saw where retail was going. Uh, online, like the e-commerce space, like uh, my e-com store, I opened it up in 2011. It wasn't anything like it was right now, which makes me like a Shopify OG, um, <laughs> you know, and you should put that on a bio. I, Shopify I didn't even, OG. I didn't even give it to myself. Harley, the president of Shopify, he's the one that said that makes you an OG. Oh, so, bro. um, so it's, you know, just, I, I saw where retail was going. I, 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 I was stupid still with my business i didn't have any business acumen didn't know my numbers didn't know things that move a business uh forward thought i had to do everything myself just kind of like really stretched myself and didn't realize to hire around weaknesses or Hmm. you know focus on what you do best and and kind of and kind of do things that way and just delusional a mixture of delusion you know a gap between where i thought i should be and where i was Hmm. Um, you know, mixture with a bunch of different things that now I could have probably diagnosed properly with, with experience as mindset issues, um, but fell out of love. And it was my wife who was like, look, you like advertising, you like helping, you love the marketing side of things. That's what you talk to Damon about all the time. Wow. You hate, you hate this. So like figure out what to do and, and do something about it. So I was embarrassed. I didn't want to just walk away from so- something. Uh, I was worried what people would say. I thought, they would look at me and sit there and say I failed uh, when in fact I haven't had a down year yet. Every year was better than the other year. Wow. So I was worried what they would say. So on a Friday when I knew it was going away, I decided to write a blog post called Why I'm Leaving Travel, which was the name of my clothing brand. I wrote that blog post and then posted it with no, like that was my answer to everyone. I just posted that and I came back to like absolute amazing responses. Hmm. Um, which was incredible. And look, you have haters that are going to, and I, I address that in there. People are going to say I failed. People are going to say this was, you know, I'm, I'm, there's no way you could walk away from something and that's okay. And some people said that. Started an agency, took on a client, took them from $2,500 a month to, in sales to 300000 months. That became the lighthouse and the rest is history, man. Now I, now I run an agency where we help businesses grow their business through, whether it's paid media, um, retention, marketing, email, and SMS. And then I have a consulting program where I literally teach people how to build a business and, and not, or, and the life of their dreams. Yeah, man, dude, long that answer. Was, Hope that no, helps. No, no, no. I love it because it, it's, uh, you know, I, I've, I've known Jason for almost a year now and we started working together. I was his vocal coach and he did two eight week sessions with me where we worked on big time, high tongue, and chin up, yep. And uh, as you can tell, you know, Jason is very, very intelligent. And that's one of the things that I, I knew about you immediately that I could learn from you too. And so we have like a mutual agreement now, like we just 
we help each other. And I'm going to get better, Jason. I'm telling you right now on the air, I'm going to get better about getting back in touch with you and getting in that group. And Megan and I are going to look around because I've, I've been a horrible consumer of your group. And I admit it right now. And um, we, we got we to gotta keep connecting, man, because networking and brotherhood and friends and business are what make businesses really fun and make them work. And we have a, we have a, we have an amazing partnership right now that we can utilize. And it, it, and it didn't happen overnight. Like these are seeds that planted with people that we knew that brought us together. And then working through this, I was able to help Jason more with more clarity in his voice and his presentation. Um, off also confidence. Um, you know, I told him I'm doing 75 hard again and he goes, when are you not doing 75 hard? And I was like, that's fair. That's fair. Um, and they should, they should call it 365 day hard for you. You're like nonstop. Yeah, on you know, it, it's Do you even take a break. Like I, I remember you finished and then a week later it was like day one posted on social media. Yeah. I, 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 I gotta find my way. And I think by doing it with like me doing 75 hard, especially with the time that I'm getting back in my life right now, going all in on voice by Matt, I think I'm going to have more time to figure out my way and where my energy is going to be expended. Um, well, you look you, good. You look good, brother. You look good too, bro. Like, I mean, we're, we're trying to, to be our best, you know, in our forties, right? Like that, that's, that's the goal. <laughs> I thought that was off limits for this oh, conversation. Age. My bad, yeah. my bad, my bad, my bad. Um, Jason is hilarious too, man. He made me laugh so much. Um, when he first cracked some jokes at me, I, cause in the beginning, he was very serious with me, very business serious. And I was like, man. And then one call, he, he texted me or something. I was like, oh, man, that's hilarious. This guy is funny, man. And that's something that we actually worked on. And I told him, you got to show that more. You got to show that more, man. Um, but I this, is, this is sounding like my eulogy, man. Like, it was like, Jason was this and he's that. Jason is this. Let, let, Let's let's talk. Enough about me. Oh yeah. Okay. So no, I'm I'm joking. It's, you're in control. It's just fun listening to. I feel like I'm at my own funeral. No man. <laughs> Jeez. Oh Jason. Oh man. It's it's been a. It's we have not communicated effectively. You've been busy. Yeah. Like every time I look at you on social media, you know what I see? Jason's on a plane. Hmm. So my wife sees too. Well, what have you been doing? You know, third kid on the way. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta take it. I gotta get it Again, all in right now. I, claps, I gotta. Congrats. Yeah. No, I, um, that's a joke. Uh, it, it's not a joke. You're having I'm, a baby. I'm, no, it's not a joke. I'm having a baby. It's a joke that I need to escape because I'm having a baby. Um, <laughs> that that that's a joke. My my wife was like, "So you're traveling like once a month now? When we have the kid, what does that turn into?" I'm like, "Once a week." Um, <laughs> no, um, just, yeah, just timing wise, it looks like I'm traveling more than I am, uh, just because there were a lot of things that just happened around the same time that kind of got packed in, but I'm in growth mode right now. So yeah. I understand, you know, there's, there's, diff that. 
there's different seasons in, in people's lives and in people's businesses. That's one of the best advice that I've ever learned, right? That there's seasons, there's, um, and in some of my businesses, I'm in, I'm in fall, right? And you have to, in, you know, you're in contraction, you're looking at things and, and preparing for, for, for spring and, and, and realize that. And then some periods are growth mode. Mm. Um, so for some things I'm in growth mode, for some things I'm investing in and, 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 and expanding. Uh, so that requires some travel. Uh, but yeah, it's just, it, the last few months have just been a, a lot of travel. So, you know, I'm curious cause you know, I'm a student also, and I want to know in your masterminds that you've been attending in the last few months and traveling, what are some of your key takeaways that you could share with the audience that, uh, would, would help us? Yeah, no, I think, I think the biggest, the biggest takeaway I've learned is something that I've heard every single time I've, I've, you know, met a coach or had a business or, or I knew these things internally in any program that you've, that you buy and you watch the first week and then never read again, or the book that you buy and you read the first chapter and you never read again. It's, they all talk about the same thing. And every guest that I've ever had on my podcast, this game is 99% internal, if yeah. not a hundred percent. It's meant it, like the sport of business is mental. Yeah. The sport of life is mental. Um, so I think I've kind of gone down a little bit of a, a rabbit hole with quantum way of thinking, like the like quantum theory and 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 how that works. Yeah. Time out. Yeah, I yeah. have to thank you because you don't know what I'm about to say. This is a moment like that we're capturing right now. You said it. You said it. So I'm bringing it up. Yep. You posted a book on your story about three weeks ago that you never talked about. Mm. And I was like, screenshot, boop. And I downloaded the book and I started listening to the book in April. And guess what happened? My life exploded, bro, in the most amazing way. I'm on the third time, Jason, of listening to this book, Happy Pocket Full of Money. Great book. You changed my life with that story, bro. With that post. I mean, thank you. But my life was changed by other people showing me that book. So I'm just paying it forward. But you did. I, I mean, that that's that's the best of everyone wants to ignore this. When I started my business, every time someone wants to talk to me about mindset, I kept, you know, just give me the, give me the practical, give me the hacks, give me the tactics, give me the strategies. And I ignored it for so long. And when you reach a certain level of success, you start realizing that this is the thing that you should have been working on from day one. Everything else becomes easy after this. So just th that's my takeaway for any entrepreneur listening. Whenever you hear mindset and you think it's woo-woo, yeah, some of it is, but go read like books around quantum way of thinking. Go read Happy Pocket Full of Money. Go read The Mountain Is You. Go read, um, you know, uh, just realize that that like, this whole game is internal. Mm. You master the internal, everything's easy. Everything mm. becomes easier. Jason, I'm so thankful to hear you say that because I remember our first call and the second call and the third call, you, want, you wanted nothing to do with mm. the spiritual, emotional side of business. You wanted all strategy, all tactics. How do I do my technique, Matt? How do I do my technique, Matt? How do I do my technique, Matt? And I was like, all right, we're gonna go technique. And then little by little, it started to break through to other things. But man, 
techniques are, are, I mean, it doesn't matter if you have zero clarity around what you want, where you want to go mm. and what you're willing to pay for that mm. strategies. There's a reason why people get all the strategies, read all the books, download all the courses, and then stay exactly where they are. It's not that the courses suck. You know, a lot of them do. Not that the programs suck. A lot of them do. It's not that the coaches suck. Some of them do. <laughs> but I would say that if you've gone through all three and everything sucked, maybe it's you. Oh, man. Dude, yes. 1,000%. Action. Get the, get the knowledge in action. Take the step towards the dream. You know, take the step. So I'm curious because, you know, I'm on the third time listening to that book. Sure. What, what did you get away from the book that you think would be, because I know for me, I'll share what I got from the book. I love money. money. I have like 170 notes on this book. So yeah. I, so yeah. let's just kind of, let's spitball. I love money. Money loves me. Um, I, uh, uh, what, what was it? You want me to pull up my notes? I, I, you know, you know my note, you know my studying habits and, and how I keep man. notes. Dude, I could, guys, I could, pull, I could pull that up. Jason's notion is like a mastermind building. Like it, <clears throat> it, it's like the most amazing. Like Megan, when you see his notion, you're gonna be like, oh my gosh, dude, it, it's, it's amazing. And then Jason's very humble. He's like, oh well, you know, it's not that amazing. It is amazing. Guys, it's amazing how organized Jason's brain is on Notion. I mean, it's it's automated. A lot of it's automated. It sounds cooler than it is, but yeah, it is really uh, cool. But yeah, I I I think it's important. I think I think the more information you have around a certain area, the more you could actually find your own voice because you could actually go. If if I only have access to what Matt's telling me. And then I want to post something. I want to I want to produce my own type of content, but I only have access to Matt in my ear. Hmm. Well, then it's very one dimensional of what I have, my voice and Matt's, but I don't have enough to formulate my own voice on because I only hear one person. Hmm. But if there were seven Matt's talking to me and I could take the best Matt quote here, Jim's quote there, but this is around vocal training. This is Matt's voice around vocal training. This is this and put it there. And then I could tag all that and I could go into my system and, and say, today I want to talk about speech. I want to talk about vocal training. And I go vocal training and I, t I go by those tags and I can see everyone. I can start noticing that people are saying a lot of different, th different things. I'm like, cool. That's enough to, to be of substance to now, you know, like to stuff the pillow, I guess, the feathers to stuff that pillow. Yeah, man. I don't know if that made any sense. Sounded no. way better in my head. If you could jump in my head, that sounded great. Well, I promise. we can rewind the tape and and, and listen. No, no, to no. no. It, it's I'm telling you, if you could get into my head right now, you'd be blown away by by that metaphor. But but I mean, yeah. No, like I I understand the the concept of, of getting more information from different sources instead yep. of just one source. And you know, growing older is is awesome because especially being an entrepreneur, um, I noticed exactly what you just said. There's a lot of people that try to talk like the people they follow, try to wear the clothes like the people they follow, um, instead of trying to find their voice, their style, yep. their thing, right? And, you know, I think we all have to start there, though. I think we have to start with imitation 
Just like, you know, we're learning to speak when we're a little kid. We learn how to speak from our mom and our dad. And if our mom and dad have low tongue, we're going to have low tongue too. And so there, it's just like that. Like you're new to the, the game. You're going to look up to Ed Milette, to Grant mm. Cardone. And you're going to be like, I'm going to dress like them. I'm going to talk like them. I'm going to post like them. I mean, you, you literally can go on social media and look at people's posts and be like, they're following this person. They're following this person. They're following this person. And it's very rare that you find someone that's absolutely creative and original. You, you can't unless you stop consuming. Correct. Unless you stop consuming content. And to an extent, that's what I've done, right? Like I, you know, I asked Gary Vaynerchuk that question and he's like, I just don't consume people. And that's how I managed to stay original. Hmm. Now I, I'm very careful who I let into my, into my head. Um, it's, you know, your, your brain is like a broad, like the best explanation is what someone, uh, I forget who taught me this, but like your brain's like a radio. You have, you have, you have outbound frequencies and you have inbound frequencies that coming in. So you have to be very careful of what you let inside because that will determine a lot of, a lot of the things in your life. So you bring in too many noise, too much noise confuses you. You following 75 different people on social media is the reason why you're still scrolling through social media and haven't taken action. Yep. It's a dope. It's, you're looking for that dopamine hit. You're looking, you're constantly searching for it. You're constantly looking for that and you're getting inspired, but it doesn't lead to any action. I've now realized that I progress a lot faster when I'm like very careful and I tune that noise down to like one to two people, mm. one to two people get access like to that. I want that. I, mm. and it's for certain areas that I allow in. And then because I just don't want that confusion in my, in, in my head. Oh man. Yep. Cause you're in growth mode too right now. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I think I'm, I think it's hard for me not to be in growth mode. Like that's just kind of the default that, that I go to, but I have, I, I know, like I, I become really good at being self-aware and realizing where my holdups are and I catch myself still defaulting back into impatience. Hmm. And that comes when I, I could tell when I'm being impatient because I'm consuming and then I'm comparing yes. and then, and then a great book that you should, that you should probably read is called the gap and the gain. Um, you know, just it's, are you living in the gap or in the gain? And when I catch myself living in the gap, um, oh. there's a problem, there's a problem. And when I catch myself and then I kind of have to force myself out of it. So, so gain, gain would be action. So, so the gap in the gain is, is how, is how you measure yourself. So if you live in the gap, you're comparing yourself from a future ideal version of yourself. So you're sitting there saying it's like chasing the horizon. You're looking at the horizon and you're like, this is where I want to go, but you can never catch the horizon. It's impossible. Hmm. So if you keep going and the goalposts of what you want, keep moving and, and are unattainable and they're just an ideal version, you're always going to live in that deficient area. And you're always, and there's always going to be a break in your, in your mentality of what you want to do. You're living in the gap. But if you looked at yourself of where I've come from, Look at where I am at right now compared to where I was a week ago, two years ago, um, you know, a year ago, then you're living in the gain and it applies to every area of your life. So for example, I could look at my son and be like, man, why is he not sleeping through the night? You know, like, uh, let's say, why is he not sleeping through the night fully? 
he is, but I'm just using this as an example. But um, why is he not sleeping through the night fully? He should be sleeping through the night by now. I'm judging him by an ideal outcome that I want, mm. that he is not measuring up to. Versus if I look at it being like, man, he slept two nights in a row. A week ago, he wasn't sleeping two nights in a row. Not, but now he is sleeping two nights in a row. I'm oh. now coming from a point of living in the gain and not the gap. And it's also gratitude. Well, that's the premise of it, pretty much. Yeah. It's, it's, it's being able to understand that it's a journey. Like Life is little successes. There's no one that just had massive success unless you win like the lottery. But I'm saying life is a series of little gains. Uh, that compound over time. You know, I'm a big fan of compounding and 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 doing the little things in your business that compound over time. So that's what it is. It's looking back and being like, okay, well, look, I'm upset. Why am I upset? My business isn't where it's supposed to be. According to who? I have where, heard you say that so many times. Acor according to who? Where is it supposed to be? And is that attainable? And where is it compared to where it was a week ago? If it's, if it's worse than it was a week ago, man, we got to fix that. But do you, you have worse issues than looking at the horizon, right? You can have goals. It's great to have goals. It's great to try to achieve certain goals, but if you, but you need to be crystal clear and they need to be measurable goals. They need to be like measurable, attainable goals that are, that you can sit there and look back at and be like, I did this or I didn't do this. Guys, I hope that you took notes on what he just said, because this is the master like speaking on his tactics and strategy right now. And this is something I need help with. This is something I know loads of business owners need help with from Jason because Jason is a brilliant mind when it comes to organization of simple steps to get your business to go through the roof. And um, you, you, gotta, you gotta figure it out like a science now. That's why you have your group. I mean, I've just seen so many different businesses. Right. I've seen through an agency, I've seen under the hood of so many different businesses. I've consulted and worked on so many different businesses, uh, whether they became clients or haven't become clients. I've just seen the back end so many times and it's business owners. They, they make one big mistake in the beginning is that they think that their business is different. Hmm. No, 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 you can't compare me to that business. My business is different. Sure. It is. Until it's not right. Like, like it's, <laughs> it, it, it should be business. It should be different to you. And, and, uh, maybe I'm I'm a little bit harsh because I've never had that emotional attachment to my business. My business has never been my baby. I How have, did you do that? Because I have two kids. They're my babies. They're my right. life. I have, a th I have a third on the way. My business is 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 a means to an end. It's like like I just never been attached to it. If so, if someone came along and said, "Man, your coaching program is great. You love it." I'm like, "Love it." And they're like, "I'll give you a hundred billion dollars." <laughs> right now but you have to stop i'm taking the hundred billion dollars well yeah but so i don't think i would sell i don't think i would sell my kid for a hundred billion dollars i'd like to be sure oh, about Jason. that but I, no i'm joking but <laughs> someday ask asking asking on different days i'll have different answers but oh, uh, of course but but yeah but so that's the thing so i've never just been emotionally attached it's it goes back to have a pocket full of money right like you have an emotional biggest people thing people make is they have an emotional attachment to money, hmm. right? And they come from a scarcity mindset. I had to unlearn that. That took me lots of money in coaching, yep. lots of money in self-development, yep. lots of work on myself to undo year, like 40 years, 30, yes. plus, 30 plus years of programming and conditioning on how, to, on, how to, on how to erase that. And I had to do it because 
There is no emotional attachment to money. Money is not freedom. Money so, is not, money is not, it, money is just, it's, it's just not optional. That's, that's it. That's, that's the emotional attachment. I, I had a coach who taught me that, like that, that, that was it. It's money. Mo there's no emotional, whatever he told me very clearly. And, and I agree with this is if you start telling me what money is, if I asked you, Matt, what's money? And you're like, and you start giving me your answers, like money is free, but I could tell you exactly why you don't have money. Wow. All the answers you're giving me are the reason why you, you, you don't have it. Because if you ask really successful people who have tons of money, they're not giving you emotional answers to what money is. So for someone living in lack, because I had to work on this also, because yep. I, I grew up you know, in a family paycheck to paycheck, and it, it was, it was hard to get, you know, five years ago, I had to say things to myself out loud, affirmation mm. things like $500 an hour, $500 an hour. When the most I'd ever made in my life was $30 an hour. Yep. And, and I, I remember these, these visions came to me that were really exciting and overwhelming. I was like, oh my gosh, like this is it. Like I'm gonna help business professionals and CEOs and speakers find their voice worldwide. It's gonna be awesome. I'm gonna be on a jet. I'm gonna have an LA apartment, New York apartment. It's gonna be so great. And then it comes to the calls, right? And, and I remember being like, before I met with Nathan in 2019, for two weeks, I was anxious. And I sat at my desk and I was like, $500 an hour, $500 an hour, $500. An hour. Well, what if he wants to do a month? Do you have a program for that? What are you going to do? And then uh, you're not worth that, Matt. What makes you think that you're worth that? Your you want the best ever... you want the best answer to that yeah, I've ever go, gotten? Man, because I... the, the, best the best advice I ever got is price is a leading indicator of how you value yourself. Is a trailing indicator of how you value yourself. So how you price yourself like every time i get on a call with someone they're like well, what do i price myself you know i remember i asked one of my coaches i'm like so is this price point they're like man you didn't hire me to, to tell you prices mm -hmm. right you didn't tell me to hire price like you're a smart dude you, you know prices and and it's it's you, you sit there and, and you look at it and you're like you're right price is just some people will do the same thing i'm doing and they'll charge 50 dollars an hour some people do the exact same thing I'm doing. They charge four times the amount I'm doing. It's how you value yourself and how you think you, what you contribute to the marketplace is, right? Like a dentist goes in and charges an insane amount of money and does the work in 10 seconds, but it's based off decades of him studying Correct. to be able to do the work in 10 seconds. Correct. Price is just a leading indicator, a, a trailing indicator of how you value yourself. Yeah. Someone comes to tell me that they're, that, you know, they're going to come coach me and they're $10 an hour. I'm going to start thinking you're not so good. Right. Because if you're so good and you're going to help me, you should be more. Now, that doesn't mean go be the highest price, um, but it's what you feel comfortable charging. So if someone sits there and says, hey, I think I should be $250 an hour, that's, I would ask them, what do you want? And they're like, right. man, I would love to do a call and be paid $50. Cool, charge $50. Right. Go do it. That's my answer. So it comes down to like, you know, I, maybe I'm $100,000. Right. Right. Doesn't mean you need to be $100,000. You need to be comfortably, comfortably and ethically charge what you feel you deserve. Yeah. And I, what I've noticed too, you know, being in this game now for like five or six years with business professionals is, you know, 
you're you're one million percent right. The training that we have done for years and the the experience with people one on one and all of the the hard things we've had to go through build up your value, your character, right? And your and your energy too, right? So I know now when when I pitch my eight week program, I know that my client is gonna go from point A to point B and why do I know that? Because I've seen it happen every single time. They kill it on the podcast. They start posting more on social media. Their clarity goes to the roof. Their confidence goes to the roof. They get in shape. They, they, they understand how to communicate. They get in touch with their heart. They start to show their feelings. They start to be more vulnerable. And, and I know this because I have 20 years of working with people one-on-one. But you could close them easily because you have something that's super important on a sales call, and that's certainty. Yes. If you lack certainty, no, no one will follow it. Yep. Right? If people follow people when there's, when there's absolute certainty. When it's like, oh, well, um, you know, what, what price are you willing to pay? Oh, what can I, what can I do for you? There's no certainty anymore. Mm-mm. It's like, hey, man, you come with me. I'm going to transform your world. Bingo. And I, I say those kinds of you, things. You, you, don't, you, don't want, you don't want to? That's on you. You think this price is too high? You know, compared to what? What's it gonna, oh, that's what's, so what, true. What's it going to cost you to not do this thing? What's it going to cost you to not have this fix? What's it going to cost you when you keep looking at 15,000 cheaper options and add those up because they don't work? What's it going to, like, how fast do you want to do this, man? Like, you're, how fast do you- are getting me really fired up, man. How fast do you want to get there? How fast do you want, do you want results? You know, right. for me, I like, res- I, I, time, man. Time is super important. I pay the buyback time. I hire coaches hired Matt to buy back time. I could go watch a million videos on YouTube and learn exactly what you taught me. I could go do that. I could go watch videos all day. I don't have all day. Hmm. Money replenishable. Money is in abundance. My time, well, we could get into the quantum of what I think, yeah. about, what I think time is, but, but yeah. Yeah, time is in our favor today. I, I looked at the clock and we're, we're having a great time today, this conversation. Um, so, man, you guys, this is so good. Jason's bringing it today. I knew he would. Um, what I want to talk about now is uh, I, w- I, w- I want you to share a story about your childhood. Um, and it's one of my favorite stories because you're, you, have a, you have a really cool story about your dad and about your dad uh, doing something really creative for you. And I, I want you to tell that story. Because uh, it's, it's the Voice by Matt podcast. I remember when you told me this story, I was like, gosh, man, Jason, this is so beautiful, man. The skating one? The skating one? Yeah, man. The rink. Um, but but it, it, it shows a lot of, of love and um, good upbringing. And uh, if you could just kind of give us that little intro and... Tell us that story, man. I, I would I mean, really you, love it because I'm going to keep it forever on my podcast and I'm going to have this memory. You said it. Great upbringing. I hit the, I hit the, the lottery with, with, with parents, right? And, and so, um, so yeah, like I, I mean, I, I not, nothing to complain about. My upbringing was, was incredible and I'm, I'm a super fortunate person. 
Uh, sometimes I think that hurts me because I'm like, oh man, I wish I had things tougher. It would, it would, <laughs> it would make the story a lot better. The rags, whatever, whatever it is. Um, but no, man, like, like I'm, I'm blessed in, in, in that regard. And I have two parents that are still alive that's, that are still with me. Um, that are my biggest fans and supporters. Um, yeah, so I, I'm lucky. So great upbringing, hundred percent, but look, my father, my father was a hard is he still is a hardworking doctor uh, never had really many hobbies he he lived for his work he loved it like talk about you know find a job you love you'll never have to work again that was that was my dad like oh. loved love loved work um he was a doctor and so it was really like he'd work long hours then come home and be and be with family but when he wasn't with at home, he was, he was at the hospital working. Um, and, and I remember when I was a kid, he, he took me skating and we used to go skating every Saturday night. And then one night during like a school night, which I don't know why he was like, let's go skating. And we said, okay. And I was young and took me, we have a, we have an indoor arena and right outside of it is an outdoor arena. So like the indoor arena, there's free skate Saturday nights and whatnot. But during, during the weekday, like, it's there's hockey playing there or it's or it's booked you, you have to go to the outside you, jason how old were you i don't know i was I, we were talking about this story like literally a week ago and i was trying we were trying to do the math back and and young i would say within un, under 10 years old un, yeah, un, so, un, under 10 so I, I would probably i'd probably say within within the if i had to guess probably seven eight seven eight years old for my United States people uh, that are not, uh, when he says skating, he's saying ice skating. Ice skating, ice skating, ice skating. Not roller skating. Not roller skating. Yeah, sorry. I'm a Canadian boy. Yeah, yeah so. a lot of people are going to be like, oh, I, rink. Okay, no, that's ice, cool. ice, ice, ice skating. Yeah. Um, yeah, and and he took me that night like after school and we went, but that that rink at nighttime there's a lot of older kids that like to play pickup hockey there mm. um and they were on the rink and it was just too hard for me to skate there we were in their way they were playing a game and so my father's like let's go home um you know no sweat that's that it and but i was i was upset i wanted to go skating i probably was younger than seven so i i, I really want to go skating and we went home and you know i was bummed you know my mom saw i was sad we went upstairs whatever i was doing and then my dad wasn't there. I figured he went maybe went back to work or whatever. And he came inside and my dad took a snowblower and water and whatever. And he made me a hockey rink in the backyard. Um, not a, like a little skating rink. Like I'm not, didn't like make a, an NHL size hockey rink <laughs> in the backyard. Right. Like he, he made, he made enough room for us to just skate where we didn't, we could skate around. He could teach me how to skate and we didn't have to worry about big kids on there. And it was just a, an incredible, you know, in the moment you just think, wow, I have a skating ring. Then time passes. You're like, wow, I have an unbelievable dad. Yeah. And then as even more time passes, you're like, you're like, there's, there's a great quote that, you know, I, I've seen a picture where it's like a silhouette of a father holding its kid's hand. Mm -hmm. And the father says, careful where you walk hmm. and the boy says or the kid says no you be careful i'm following in your footsteps Dang. and that one always like sends like 
goosebumps up up and down and and it's and it's true my father my father was an incredible example and is an incredible example of not saying but showing and that jason is an incredible father guys and now you know why and what i really like too jason is your grandpa um was an entrepreneur also so it's funny i actually got clarity around this and i was I completely wait. i was completely wrong i have i have my whole family history all wrong on, oh on, great let's go i forgot to tell you i i we were we were out for dinner and and we were talking about this i'm like so grandpa was a was an was an entrepreneur they're like they're like yeah but not really good it's like so he had a <laughs> Yeah, like it, it it was not good. So like, so I'm like, man, I, I got to tell him that. Oh man, I got to tell him that. I'm like, he had a hardware store, right? And they're like, no. <laughs> so so what, what what did he do? He had like a clothing store, I think that was like that. Like, I well, that's yeah, crazy so, too, right? Crazy too, but wildly unsuccessful at it. Uh, was 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 my grandfather, uh, <laughs> and. And yeah, I was like, I was like, oh, oh, I, I miss, I misunderstood that. Like to the point, like I, now, now I'm starting to doubt, like, remember what I forget what's true or what's not, but I'm pretty sure I'm pretty confident. My grandfather actually died in that store, working that store. He worked nonstop and he died in, in, in that store. Um, and I think it was my grandmother that came in and, and, and found him or, or someone came in and found him, but I'm pretty sure that's that, that part's true. <laughs> Like I, I there's like I, I actually told him I, I told my siblings this. I'm like, we gotta sit down with our parents and, and get and get like their stories straight now. Like is yeah. you know, like God forbid there's a day that they're not around. Like yeah. we have so many warped, twisted stories and mem like I don't even know how I got that memory in my head. Like it's crazy. But yeah. Well, well what I think is really profound is that you did a clothing company that failed and then you did a clothing company that was a huge success and you you exited and, and your grandpa stayed in the store and worked his entire life and died in the store yeah he exited in a different way yeah 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 but, a, but, a way a, a way that i will never exit any of my businesses now and yeah. and that and like you know and you and I had this God, talk. That's like, amazing. Like I was just I was just away with the with with my family for like the first vacation we we've taken right. Like I haven't taken a vacation in a, in a few years. I travel for work, but as a family we we've never really gone away, and I've never really fully disconnected. This is the first time I was, I was like fully disconnected. And and you and I spoke. I came back and I was like, all right, this is what I'm going to teach business owners how to do. Forget full out nonstop hustle mode, like. And, and yeah, like I will life, like people, most business owners, they sacrifice the moments now to enjoy them later. And I and remember that makes, you, that makes you, zero sense to me. I remember you told me a story of you at breakfast. Hmm. Can you share that part? Well, yeah. With your, with your we, kids. we went we went we went to a resort and like the Nickelodeon resort and they had all the characters there and they had what's called a character breakfast and concierge told us like hey there's a character breakfast it's x amount of money and my wife and I are like yeah forget it they'll see the characters around 
Like we don't, we don't need a, we don't need to pay for that. Mm-hmm. And I went for a walk and just exploring while my wife was unpacking with the kids and feeding them. And I went to concierge and I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll book it. Like, let, let me, let me get the tickets. We'll book it. And we went there and the characters came out and at the breakfast. My wife's like, I can't believe you spent all this money on, on going to this stupid breakfast with characters. It's like, why? It was such a waste of money. They're going to see them for free. What do you need, <laughs> what do you need to pay it for? So you get better pictures. We'll take, we'll stand in line. Oh. She wasn't wrong about that, but the characters came out and I was watching my kids, their faces. I wasn't even looking at the characters. I was watching my kids' faces and my wife was, was like, you like what's wrong i'm like man i'd pay five thousand dollars for this Mm. to see to see that and and it's true it's true i will i will i mean i don't know where you want what i what i take from that but but it's it's more of it's more of i'm gonna build the business that gives my family the opportunities what i want um well it's why i'm unapologetic about making money and 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 being able to and be able to give my family these experiences and it's also it's also like i mean i don't know just that, that that's that my i'm i'm very much driven by the fact of you know how much is enough and how much money do you want and my answer is that no will never be due to a financial reason doesn't mean my family gets everything they want doesn't mean my son is like hey i want to fly private to cabo you know <laughs> with with my buddies that he's going to get it but he's not going to not get it because right. we can't afford not to do it. And that's my goal. Right. And, and I love that story because I can visualize your kids' faces and mm. um, because you feel that love so much for them. And my, my takeaway is the experiences that we share with the people that we love are the most important part of lives, of our lives, because the feelings attached to them, you're never going to forget that moment. You're never, ever, ever going to forget that and, moment. And it's great that you use it as moment because it's not time, right? Time, like, again, I could go on quantum time doesn't really exist. It's a, it's a fictional thing. Yeah. Um, but we, we, that's, that's different. It's not even the most important asset in the world. The most important asset in the world is energy. But time is, 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 is different. Like, Different rabbit hole for a different conversation. No, I but, love it. The, in the but next the point podcast, is, we'll go down that. But the point is, business is if you break it down, why people start a business. Hopefully, if they start a business with the with the right intentions, like yeah. not, I'm going to get rich quick because then you're really in the wrong game. Like yep. starting a business is, is is not nine out of ten businesses fail. You're in you're in the wrong area. But <laughs> but you start a business for freedom of money. So like. You have enough money to, that gives you the freedom to do whatever you want. Um, freedom of moments. Mm. So you have, so you can create as many moments as possible. Whether, whether that's spending time with your family, your loved ones, your friends, you have those moments. And peace of mind. That you should have peace of mind every single night you go to bed, that your business provides that for you, your life provides that. Wow. And so I call it the M3 model. And that's pretty much the whole premise of how I teach business owners how to build their business. So one more time. Freedom, money, moments, mind. The moments, M3 model. money, mind. Peace of mind, yeah. Man, Jason, that was... 
I'm so glad that um, I know you, that we could talk about these things because uh, the value that you're giving all of us today, man. Um, one, I'm going to just say I'm very proud of you um, because you are you're showing the world who you actually are now, and um, I'm very proud of you because that it's beautiful, man. Like you you um <clears throat> you're gonna make parents better parents in the world man and you're going to give us freedom and the freedom that we desperately need right now um i see a lot of really sad people in the world that are really living in lack and scarcity because that's all we've ever known and people like you and people like me and the people that we know that have faith that have belief that understand energy is abundance. It's all around us all the time. Um, and we understand that our presence, our, our purpose, our gifts, what we give to the world, our energy, um, is the most important part. And when we, when we have the mindset of lack and we say things to ourselves that are negative, like we have in the past, right? Like I remember I used to say, I'm fat. I'm not a good parent. Like I, I, I shudder even saying these words out loud right now, but those things happened. I mean, there's a great book on this, Psycho-Cybernetics. How you talk to yourself is so important. Um, you know, the words you use, yeah. how you phrase things, how you say things, uh, yeah, I, I think, I think, you know, there's, there's a lot of reasons why people have certain mindsets, but a lot of the times is it starts with just getting crystal clear on what you want mm. and or desire. No clue what they want. Desi I mean, yeah, like want is, is, is like a, a, a state of need. So you could use desire and want interchangeably, I guess, depending on how you're going to use it. But yeah, like what is your, you know, if, if you could design your perfect life, what is it? Yeah. Like I, I, have, I, have, I, have, I, have, I have a coach, I have a coach now, right? Like a, a mentor of mine now uh, from a business standpoint. And he taught me like an incredible thing. Like, like I have every single day, I have a routine that I look at every single morning. And part of it is, I know exactly how I want my life to look in 10 years and in three years and six months from now. So you it's wrote all, it's all, it's all, it's all written down. It's all written down and I read it every single morning, but I don't just read it. I actually visualize it. It's my life now. And you feel it. Well, yes, because now you're, you're going to go down the rabbit hole of quantum, but everything already happened. Yep. It already happened. So, it's not fake it till you make it. it. It's like, that's like a cheap way of looking at it. It, it already happened. So how you, so if you could just reverse engineer, right? right? Like mm. how would I act in this situation if I already had my, this? Wow. Well, then that's the answer you should be doing. So would you be taking, would you be going, you know, like um, blowing money at the casino, at, at the poker tables, if you were this, 
No, that was me. So now you don't take that. Would I take this meeting if I was this? No, because that doesn't lead to that. So I'm not going to take this meeting. And decisions become clearer when 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 you have clarity. People stay in in a state of of hamster wheel mm. or uh, hedonic treadmill, however you want to call it, because they live in they live in this moment of of they don't know what they want. So they chase something and then they don't have it, and then they chase it and they don't have it. They chase, chase, chase. Well, I got goosebumps all over my body because. You reminded me of some clarity right now and empowerment for me in my life right now. Um, I think everybody knows on my podcast that listens to me, you know, I've been in public school for 19 years. And in January, I made the choice to resign effective end of May. And I remember I told Jason and Jason was like, yeah, it's about time. And I was like, this is my circle. Because every single person that I told that to that is in my circle said the same thing. Congrats. And I, when, I remember when I saw the first congrats from Jason, I was like, congrats. Ooh, this is scary, man. But as I live in this moment of my life, I made a choice last week, last Friday, I actually interviewed at my wife's school, Jason, and uh, I did the whole interview. I answered their questions, and it's actually my alma mater that I grew up in, and um, Andrea was like, you know, it'd be really cool to teach together, and I just kept feeling it, and I kept trying to visualize it, and it wasn't happening in my visions, and, you know, I kept listening to you and listening to other people that are my, my, my circle people, right? And all of them, I know what they saw in me, and I know what I see in myself, and including Megan, my assistant. And you guys had such great faith in me and belief in me. And so I called last Friday the district office that I interviewed at, and I told them, please take my name out of the hat. And I remember when I did that, it was like the universe, God, whatever you believe in, said, yes, yes, Matt, yes. And so sitting here today, standing here today with Nate, Jason, I, I, uh, I want to thank you right now on this, in this moment for seeing in me what I see in other people, potential. Um, I think that you're a, you're a coach and a great father and a great mentor. And I think one of the gifts that I have and you have are seeing the light and those gifts in other people. Um, and so your nonchalant, um, straight up truth with me about Matt, do you understand what I can do for you? Do you understand your gift, man? Do you understand what you're worth, Matt? I remember those conversations. And that matter-of-fact Jason talk that you gave me as a friend, as a coach, gave me the courage to go all in on Voice by Matt. And so if you guys are looking for someone to help you 
to see the gifts in you, to help you build out with crazy strategy and amazing tactics. And, and in, a, in a digital media age, bro, Jason Portnoy is your guy. Because not only, uh, and it, dude, like the reason why I said I'm so proud of you is because you have evolved so much in a year. This heart that I feel from you now, this love that I feel from you now, um, you've definitely elevated the game for you. And it's, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm honored to have you as a friend. And uh, because of you and people like you, you gave me the courage to go do something crazy magical on my road less traveled that is the road that so many entrepreneurs and visionaries have been on and it's very lonely and it's very dark but it's where it's where our greatness lies man and you gave me that courage jason to burn the boats to go all in and my family thanks you my students thank you um, but I, I want you to know, like the impact that you made on this Kansas boy, that you, you, you just were being Jason. And, and I think that my advice to the listeners is what I just said to Jason at our best. And I think the whole podcast, you could go back to the beginning and listen to it at our best. We simply just need to be us. I need to be Matt, and Jason needs to be Jason. And we don't need to copy anybody. But what is that gift inside of you? What is that gift that, that, that um, only you know that you're afraid to talk about, that dream that you're afraid to say? You know, for me, it was I see myself on a stage in front of thousands of people, helping them find their voice. I see the vision of the L.A. apartment. I see the vision of the New York apartment overlooking Central Park. Let's get specific, right? I see the jet. I see the world travel. I see the red carpet. And being around people like Jason empower me that my dreams aren't crazy. And why are they my dreams? So Jason, um, we're about, we're at an hour right now. Um, we're going to do this again. Um, but what would, uh, if, if you could give encouragement to someone out there that's, maybe they have a business, they're, maybe they're trying to start a business, maybe they're, they're struggling to even start, right? This is voiced by Matt. This is the podcast voiced by Matt. How would you encourage them in the beginning steps? And leave them some, you know, encouraging words like you encouraged me, man. Like you... You, uh, you changed my life. You changed my life. First off, thank you for, for those, for those words. Yeah. Uh, you know, but I, I accept, but I also tell you that I could walk the journey with you. I can't walk the journey for you. So you're, you actually have to take those steps and you have, and you've done it. So 
how to be a motivator, a push, or whatever it is for you to take those steps, but never give away that power of the fact that you took those steps to anyone, coach, consultant, whatever it is, you you, you took those steps. So, but I, I do accept the the kind words. And now um, I, remind me the question that you want me to answer now. I want you uh, to, because we're at the end here, and I want you to yep. leave them with uh, some encouragement that... Um, that's maybe something that, that has helped you along the way. Man, just every, you're entitled to everything you want. Mm-hmm. You deserve everything you want. There's no reason why. Everything that you're going to think of why you can't is an excuse mm-hmm. or why you don't deserve it is an excuse. And that needs to be solved before you do anything else. Um, that you could have and should have, if you're an entrepreneur, you're wired differently. If you're called on this planet, like Matt just so beautifully said, he feels he's called on this planet to do such big things, right? That's a calling. People I work with have callings. They believe that. I believe I have a calling. I believe the the clients that I take on have a calling. If you're listening to this and you believe you have a calling, I encourage you to come jump on a call with me and chat and see if we can help you. But aside from that, it's, it's understand that your path is going to be different. Mm-hmm. It cannot be the same as everyone else's because everyone else is not chasing big dreams and everyone else is not walking the same journey you want. And if you want big things, guess what? What price are you willing to pay for it? So know what you want. That's number one. No crystal clear. Matt just told you what he wants. He wants the jet. He wants the this. He wants that crystal clear what he wants. The next thing you need to know is why you want those things. Why do you want those things? Because if you don't know why you actually want those things, they're, they're meaningless and, and, and you, won't ever, you won't ever go for that. So why do you want those things? Why are those things important to you? And sometimes it's just, I want it because I want it. And, that, and that's fine too. Like you want a jet. Why do you want a jet? Because it's cool and I don't want to travel commercial anymore cool like it doesn't always have to be a deep meaning of like oh well i'm going to travel to third world countries and save and you know so what do you want crystal clear why do you want those things and then what price are you willing to pay for those things because there's, there's 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 a cost yeah there is a cost there is a cost and uh and the cost sometimes is the cost sometimes is confusion, loneliness, ups and downs, seasons, uncomfortable, um, you know, but you take everything, all the little points, all this gap versus gain, all this understanding of seasons, understanding of all that, you play it in, then it doesn't matter. Like someone told me a funny story, like, you know, if you know you're in a season, if you know crystal clear what you want and everything is a cost to it, then it doesn't matter if you wake up one morning and the kids are screaming and the house is burning down, you know, you could smile and just nod and be like, this is one of the, this is the, just the price. This is just, this is just the cost for, for my dream life. This is it. And you go into it with such a complete different thing of like, oh my God, chaos all around me. You go into it and be like, you can look at it and be like, yeah, that's, this is all just my cost to admission. And I'm literally going through that right now. Good. Good. I, I say, I say it with, with, with true sincerity. Good. 
Yeah. Because you're called for something bigger. You're called for something massive. Pay the price. Jason Portnoy, everybody. Holy crap, man. That was amazing. Thank you so much. How can they Thank get you. a hold of you? How can they get a hold of you? Uh, jportnoy.com is my website. It links towards everything. Links to the coaching program, my agency, um, social media at Jason Portnoy. I'm super accessible on yeah. there. And uh, if you don't like my videos or how I sound on there, blame Matt. He taught, <laughs> taught me how to talk. So <laughs> That's great. Matt. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he'll have his bio in there. You guys go follow Jason, give him some love. And if you need some strategies and tactics to get your business going, and uh, I told him already this morning before we jumped on the call, I was like, you know, Megan and I, we're ready. We're ready to take this to the next level. So we're going to be talking about that um, in the next few weeks on how to, you know, make this voice by Matt rocket ship go to the moon. Do it, man. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Thank man. Much love to you. Thank you so much. Thanks Good. for having me, brother. Appreciate it. Yeah. We will do this again. And thank you guys for listening. We will see you next week. <laughs>